It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Team Selection Podcast on the AFL Ratings Network. My name is Pete, and I go by the name for AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. Welcome to co-host and Seven Perth, Ryan Daniels. G'day, Ryan. G'day, Pete. How are you going? Plenty of team selection news today. Obviously, it's a Thursday, so let's get straight into it. So Luke Davis-Uniaki returns for North Melbourne, and Jai Simpkin also there. Will Phillips holds, but, you know, we've got George Wardlaw on the radar there. So that's a little bit interesting whether people think Phillips is a player or not. But certainly, LDU returning and Simpkin returning should be good for the Kangaroos midfield. Yeah, absolutely massive. We saw him get beat up in the midfield last week with those two guys out, which is, you know, fair enough. Most teams, you lose their best two mids and something's going to shift. Um, LDU, interesting to see how he goes. Will he get tagged by Ed Curnow? I don't think Carlton's done a lot of tagging. I know Ed Curnow has in the past, but under Voss, he hasn't typically been a coach that tags. So I'm not sure where he'll go. And if he does go, I'm not sure if Ed's more suited to to tagging Jai Simkin or, or Davies Uniac. So it, that'll be a fascinating watch when that first bounce comes tomorrow. I mean, if you've got LDU, you're not trading him because of a tag. And if you don't have him yet, you're probably holding off because of that calf and just maybe you just want to see one more week, make sure he doesn't, you know, have any sort of lingering issues from it because calves can be tricky. Calves can, you know, seem like they're okay and then you go to push off in that game situation and anything can happen. So... I think it's a watch on LDU if you don't have him this week, but I'm excited to see him back in that team. And just not Phillips. I mean, we all thought he was going to be a really big player in fantasy this year, but him being uh, in round one, not getting into the starting 22, that really shifted things. So I think now you can almost just be a watch and see. Um, But I'd still like him as a keeper prospect. Yeah, just on the tag situation for LDU, uh, probably be system first if I was to guess anything uh, for Carlton. And then if things are going wrong for them, uh, there might be a tag coming uh, Luke Davies-Uniaki's way. So let's move on to the Saturday game. So Luke Pebbler misses via suspension and Sam Berry, a little bit of ankle soreness and soreness last week. So he is managed. So interesting there uh, with Adelaide's changes. Yeah, I think Sam Berry's been a disappointment. I, like, I know I considered starting with him in Classic because I really rate him and he tackles and, and all of that. But obviously at the start of the year, tackles numbers are down in general and he's just hasn't been able to find that form. So maybe a week off is exactly what he needs. As he said, he had some soreness last week and he was subbed out, I think, from memory. Um, and it's a shame to see Pedler coming out. I, I'm holding Pedler for sure because his break-even is really low. It's in the negatives, I believe, and... Um, he's been pretty consistent, so he's a hold, sure. Uh, do you do you agree? Yeah, certainly. Uh, he's probably going to be 100 to 100 plus uh, K yet to make for Pedler. And, you know, again, a track he'll be turning into a potential midfielder there as well. So, you know, that could that trigger could be pulled at any uh, game scenario as well. So definitely a hold for me for Luke Pedler. So let's go on to a three-manual situation here now. Just a couple of changes, not really that much fantasy implications, but uh, you being in Perth, we'll get some takes from you here. Brandon Walker, Bailey Banfield, and then Heath Chapman, a uh, little bit of injury there, and uh, Frederick misses as well. Yeah, I suppose the only one that's really relevant is Matt Johnson. He was the sub last week, didn't go up in price in any of the formats, um, and 
had a break even that was basically like a zero player. Um, but he's been omitted again. So I think he'll be the sub again. Um, he'll get another crack at it. So you, I, the good news with that is I suppose you get another week to see what he looks like in a quarter and then maybe he gets a full game and we can bring him in next week. But no need to bring him in now. Heath Chapman's probably relevant for some draft leagues and some keeper leagues, but he's got a, a three- to five-week calf. So, um, yeah, you, you won't be playing him for a while. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, let's get on to the next game here. So, Richmond, it'll be Dustin Martin and Jacob Hopper return for the Tigers in the midfield. Tyler Sonzi there as well, names. And interestingly, uh, Jack Rewald, Trent Cochin manage, and that's probably going to be the situation across the season. And Jack Ross, who was good last week, has been omitted. Yeah, I think Cochin and Rewald, we're going to see those guys probably rested every four to six weeks, which makes a lot of sense. Um, Jack Ross, really unlucky. He was pretty good last week. Um, so... It's just that it's just the way that team is built, I guess. Um, good to see Hopper was only at one weaker and Dusty back as well, so I'm sure that'll that'll help people out. Um, it does change their midfield mix completely um, when those two guys are, are involved, particularly Hopper. So it'll be we need more data, I think, on Richmond. So it'll be good to see them all out there. Let's move on to Gold Coast here. So Bailey Humphrey makes his AFL debut, which is great. I, I expect to see some midfield usage there as well. Yeah, I really like this kid. Um, I think he's he's a scorer. Um, he's dynamic. He's he's everything that I think Gold Coast need. Um, so I'm I'm super high on him. I know he's a little bit pricier than, than some other guys, um, but I, I'm bringing him in. I just think it's it's one of those opportunities to grab a guy who could stay in the team for for a lot of the year and and can score and did score at junior level. So yeah, I'm I'm all in on Bailey. Okay, let's go across to the Port Adelaide team. So Darcy Byrne Jones. And Lockie Jones in with uh, some of the changes amongst that Port Adelaide team, uh, which is quite interesting. And that's probably some consequences after a poor start to the season. Yeah, someone had to get the chop, didn't they? I mean, Port Adelaide are in that phase and Ken Hinckley's in that phase right now where they have to make drastic change or time's running out. Um, So, you know, Burn Jones has been probably one of his guys. He's always in that team no matter what. Um, So that's a big decision. And Jones... You know, hasn't quite come on. So, Port Adelaide's mix will be very different. Um, there was a number of guys go out of that side. So, it'd be fascinating to see who's impacted by that. I'd like to see Kate Farrell get that footy a little bit more often um, and see what he can do with it. So, yeah, I, I think they need to mix things up, and it's good that they have. And we'll see what that does to, as I said, Farrell, guys like Butters, um, even guys like Wine. To a lot of the scoring's been down at Port Adelaide. Yeah, interesting that uh, Sydney also a pretty solid team, pretty smooth transition uh, week to week so far. So no big changes from the Swans' point of view. So let's move on to the Sunday games here. And pretty much the, uh, most of the discussion here is West Coast. We've got Hoff out. Uh, sorry, we've got Hoff in. We've got Yo in, West in, Clark in, uh, Luke Edwards in, Petrocelli in, O'Neill in, Foley in, Waltham in, Cully in, extended bench. And let's just let, name some outs while we're going. Chesa, Cripps, Ryan, Shuey, Sheed which was a late one today you broke today, which was fantastic and gave some information to some fantasy coaches out there. So if you can just take us through that one there as well. And we've got with it in there, McGovern, uh, for West Coast. So just absolute carnage from that derby <laughs> last week. 
a lot to unpack. I mean, West Coast was so unlucky with injuries last year. It's translated to to another year. I, I'm not sure what they did, how many black cats they ran over or how many ladders they went underneath, but it just seems to be one thing after another. Dom Shee got elbowed in the throat this morning at training, so it's a, a freak injury, a fractured throat, which sounds incredibly painful. It can be very dangerous. It can be life-threatening. You hit really hard and in the wrong spot. He's, he's not. He's, he's, he's gone to hospital as a sort of precaution, but he basically he's just got a sore voice box, um, so it will, fractured voice box. So hopefully he can repair pretty quickly, um, but it's just another in a long line. The, the good news in there is Elliot Yo, and I'm interested to see how people handle Yo from a fantasy perspective because we all had him, right? We all had him at the start of the year. Um, all we've seen is a little bit more information that he's still got those injury troubles, so that's that's concerning. But there'd be some people bringing him in this week. If you've got an underperforming defender back there and you, you feel like he's the guy, maybe there'll be some people who jump on early and it could pay off. So I'm interested to see that. He's been named in the middle. Um, the other ones there that are probably relevant, I really like Brady Hoff. I really like Jai Cully. Um, and Greg Clark's apparently been training like a madman. He's lost a bit of weight. Um, and he's been playing a really good role at the waffle practice level. So if you need something for a draft, it might be worth it just a, a random pick up and see if you can put some numbers up while those other names are out. But they've been smashed again. Um, West Coast are going to be a fascinating fantasy watch. I think they'll slow the ball down a bit more down back. You'll see some of those guys like Barris, Duggan, Hearn. Their numbers will get a little bit of a boost, I reckon, with um, some, some marks and kicks. Ali, Yo is a straight avoid for me all season. So your thoughts there? Yeah, I'm not doing it. Um, I just think the data that we have for the last two to three years is that he, he, he can't stay on the ground for longer than a few weeks at a time. So if you're bringing him in, you're, you're, it's a high-risk pick. If he's 200 grand cheaper, you're doing it. But he's, he's in the 600s. Like, and we're at that point now where you've got other options in that range. So I, I just think that it's, it is super risky. We have not seen... If, if he comes and somehow plays the last you know, 17, 18 games of the season... Well, great. Hats off. That's a miracle. Um, we haven't seen it. I hope he does. He works his butt off. He's a really good fella. But we just haven't seen it. So you can't... There's, there's nothing that you can point to that says this is a smart decision. So the interesting one, their opponents on Sunday, uh, Brody Grunny should have his way in that ruck uh, and should be a pretty decent scoring game there as well. But Cozzy Pickett returns for Melbourne. So we've seen in his first game and obviously throughout preseason that he's going to get some midfield usage there. So... He's actually relevant in fantasy, uh, Ryan, so uh, he's one of interest for me this week. Yeah, super relevant. Um, That first game was awesome. Um, Hopefully he can back it up, and he is playing West Coast, and he's probably... I mean, he's been suspended, so he hasn't been hurt. He's been training like, like a crazy person, and he's ready to go. So he, he could go big on Sunday. Um, and as you say, fantasy relevant really has never really been before, particularly in draft leagues. I mean, if you picked him up in a draft and you were super happy with round one, you've been itching to get him back in. So, yeah, he, he's a close watch for me this weekend. Okay, uh, we've got Monday games, so not really that many impactful tra- um, changes at this stage. So just some... You know, those teams will be named on Saturday afternoon, our final team. So where can we find you this week, Ryan, and your regular spots? Yeah, usual spots if you're in Perth, um, Triple M um, and Channel 7 in the West on Saturdays, um, online, just, you know, Footy Rhino on Twitter. And, um, yeah, it's, that's pretty much it, I think. Giving us all the good stuff early, especially that Dom Sheed uh, stuff earlier this afternoon. So you can find... Meet AFR Ratings Pete on Twitter and obviously a stack of information on afrratings.com.au 
and relevant uh, AFL ratings Twitter accounts there as well. Well, Ryan, until team selection next week, have a great weekend. Uh, happy Easter and good luck to the listeners in round four. Thanks, Pete. You too. And yes, good luck to the listeners.